This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies Podcast, your destination for in-depth chat, discussion and analysis of every Premier League match week and the Champions League as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and this is what we've got coming up in today's episode. Liverpool get back to winning ways against RB Leipzig in the Champions League. Manchester City put themselves 10 points clear, top of the Premier League with a 3-1 win at Goodison Park, and Fulham get a point at Turf Moor in their race relegation survival. And that's what we've got coming up in today's show. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Okay, Robbie Earl, mm. back on, mate. Knockout stages, yeah. one yeah. of my favourite times of the year, watching mm. brilliant club teams come together uh, in these fascinating matchups. And Liverpool, yeah. a lot of pressure on them, Rob. Of course, this was mm. an away game, in inverted commas. It was held in Bud- Budapest in Hungary. Yeah. Um, so the pandemic, and that's been the safest place and different rules of different countries on terms of travel. So not really fair, by the way, for, for RB Leipzig to play their home fixture away. Of course, the home yeah. the away goals will continue and, and will count. And Liverpool got two of them, Rob. It was a 2-0 result to Liverpool. Um, back to winning ways for the for the mm-hmm. team. Back to their main goal scorers getting on the score sheet. Mo Salah first and then Sadio Mane a little, just a little bit later than that. Um, much better, Rob, was it from Liverpool? Yeah, I, I thought it was one of those days, Rob. And, and there was, listen, there's been a lot of media attention. There's been a lot of gossip going on about what is happening at Liverpool, what's going on in the dressing room, as Jurgen Klopp lost this group. Yeah. And I thought it was a day to say, and Jurgen came out, actually, and I thought it was really interesting. He said, don't feel sorry for me. I'm, I'm very happy that people are thinking about me, but I'm fine. And I thought it was a day where it was like, don't feel sorry for Liverpool. Guess what? We're, we're not as bad as you say. They're pretty good. We, yeah. We're not, not far, not long ago, we won the Champions League. We are now still, as it stands, the reigning champions of the Premier League. We are still a good team. 
And yes, we've lost some players. And yes, some form's been up and down. But when these moments, Rob, that they click into gear, when intensity comes, when high pressure comes, when playing with those front three who look as sharp, start looking as sharp as we've seen in the past, it's a team to be feared again. And and as I'm looking, Rob, as as I'm watching yesterday, I'm thinking, they couldn't, could they? It, it could could it be a year when, for all that's gone and all the all the kind of malaise and everyone's talk about the bad things, Champions League could be a little could be a little opportunity for them, and, and we'll be. get over the disappointment of yeah. not going back to back. Yeah, it, it could be, and there's no reason why Liverpool. Of course, they got it all on to finish yeah. in top four, which is which is they need Champions League football for next season. Of course, I I don't I don't think they are defensively sound enough, Rob, to go all the way in this competition. I've said it before about Man City. Yeah. Um, that may be different this season. We'll get into that yeah. a little later. But I, I, that's what I feel like. And, people, and people coming back, Rob. People coming back. Fabinho back, Kabak, yeah. getting through some moments, coming Four out minutes. the other side. Henderson getting in into midfield. Front three starting to pick up again. I'm, I'm just trying to say, could they yeah. could, could start again? They, they they could. They're such a good side, and and yeah. the goals were 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 a little bit gifted in terms of mistakes mm-hmm. from RB Leipzig. I mean, we know that Mane and Saleh will, will will finish those off really well. Just just back kind of on the bigger picture of that you started yeah. off with there. You know, it's Ozan Kabak look better, more minutes. He's, he needs those minutes, in my opinion, to to really kind of figure out how he's going to fit in and get used to this playing at the back at Liverpool. They did have a couple of looks late on RB Leipzig, but you think about it, Rob, right? Liverpool were a really good team, really good team before Alisson and Van Dijk came to the football club. They became great with those two players. So if Alisson's not playing well and Van Dijk's not there, they, they, they're not going to be great like they were before. And they're, there's they're a really good team, but they go back to being a really good team. Yeah, really good team, but not great, mm-hmm. where they can win yeah. the Premier League by, you know, get a zillion points. So I think, you know, we, we, we probably should remember that they were really good but mm. there was a couple of pieces left of the jigsaw puzzle, which, of course, they got in in Van Dijk and, uh, and the goalkeeper, Alisson, and that made all the difference. So when those pieces aren't there and the pieces in, in the... Well, Alisson's obviously still there, but he had, a, he had a little run of performances where he didn't look very good. They aren't going to be quite as good. Now, whether they can get back to being great without Van Dijk in the side, I just don't think they will. But listen, we will see. They feel that the Champions League is kind of like a fresh... I can release all the pressure from the Premier League and they can absolutely go for it. They are in a really, really strong position, Rob. Obviously, two away goals, again, in the verd commas, um, to take back to Anfield against RB Leipzig. But I thought it was a controlled, you know, the football. Th- that midfield is different now, Rob. With Thiago and Curtis Jones, it's different. And I've got to be honest, I think you, I think we, we, we saw the difference and we'll continue to see the difference. Difference being Curtis Jones, Thiago, look great. Look great in position. Maneuvering the ball, passing the ball, keeping it really, really good. So that part of it's better in terms of the possession and the football side, but they're weaker. They're weaker without the ball. And that back four, which isn't anywhere near the strongest back four, has got a weaker protection mechanism with Curtis Jones and Thiago. And again, brilliant players. They're better, you know, in terms of the creativity and the slick football with those two in it, but they're not as good defensively. And at a time, we could argue when the centre-backs are not, the normal ones, they need it. So that's kind of, that's the trade-off for me. You're going to play those footballers, they look really good in this game, but defensively, you know, they're not going to be as sound. 
And I suppose I think what I would say in answer to that, but the halfway house might be if you can get Fabinho in at the back, you can get Henderson into midfield, yeah. and then you've got Wijnaldum with one, right. with one of Thiago right. and Jones. Now we might be talking, that feels a better mix. That feels a little yeah. bit more athleticism, a bit of presence, a little bit of intensity when yeah. they need to against some of those be- better teams. And you feel it's a better protection against that back yeah. line. So I assume that's what Jurgen Klopp's looking for, or hoping to get to. Um, I have to say, Robin, and, and we don't, we, we try and do, I thought Jordan Henderson over the last couple of games has been magnificent. Mm. Magnificent. He, yes, he's been great when they've won, and yes, he's been a captain. Now, as I'm watching the game, he's got Kabak, who's a kid who's nervous, not had a great first day. Goalkeeper behind him who's starting to look a little bit like he's going to make some bad decisions. For a guy who's a midfield player to slot in there, you can hear him, especially with, with the crowd not there. The amount of time you can hear that big Geordie Northeast voice barking orders, getting people up, saying, getting tight and driving things on. And I think it was... Was um, Danny had said before you miss him in the field? I tell you what, when he shouts like that, you don't miss him anywhere. Mm. His his level of performance and, and his drive is taking him to another level. Jordan Henderson, the footballer, is a good Premier League footballer. Jordan Henderson, the captain, is becoming an outstanding footballer. Mm. He's pro- he's providing to that squad and that club exactly what they need. And the leadership and the voice and the organisation and the drive and the, the focus around him to, to make sure his, his teammates are, you know, are doing what they should be doing. Yeah, it's really, really important. I mean, the way that you know, his intelligence, Robert, it, it comes out a lot, doesn't it? He's playing at the back there. He reads so many balls into strikers' feet because that's what he did as a midfield player. And he knows that the balls, that they're trying to play into the strikers' feet and he's all over those. Comes out and... And, and makes those interceptions so many times. Yeah, I, yeah, he's absolutely been brilliant. And I know you're a massive fan of Jordan Henderson. I am too. But I think the point you made there is a good one about the intangibles in some ways, Rob, that, that he provides to that club and that team, even in, you know, obviously in good times, but even in bad times when you need him the most, you're seeing him step up and, and playing in a role that I'm not sure he's totally enjoying it. And I think they would benefit from that from him in midfield, but he's doing a great job. Just just back on the midfield, Robert, I, I thought back to um, probably the best coach I ever worked under was Terry Venables. And he, when three players play in midfield, he always wanted a very different type of characteristic from each player. So he always wants a holding player as a getter, obviously, defensive-minded guy. He wants another player of the three as a footballer. So in, in this setup. You could in Liverpool set up. It might be, you know, um, Fabinho is the is the is the holding player. I'm sure he'd have Thiago as his footballer, and then a goal threat. A goal threat is the other person. Now, you know, there's been there's been a bunch of different midfield players at um, in Liverpool. Naby Keita was probably brought in to be a goal threat. You talk about balance in midfield, go in the box and get and get goals. That's what we saw him in, in the Bundesliga, and also a player that I'm swinging this round to. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, and I know he's been out a long time, but he is somebody different in that midfield three, Rob, that could be a goal threat. And I know he came on a sub, but I know it's not easy. He looks like he's struggling, Rob. He's struggling in all aspects. Again, this is not a a huge criticism of him, but it's just a disappointment that now he's fit again, 
you know, I'm really excited about uh, Oxlade Chamberlain in midfield being a little bit different to everybody else, but we're not quite seeing it. Do you have any theories of why? It's he's funny been you say that. Really time. In those three that you talked about, you'd probably be the goal, the getter. You'd probably be the guy to rat around, gamble, win it. Yeah. You know, in that three, I was the go and get a goal. So there's another guy. Hopefully, I'd give it to someone who can play better than me. Yeah. I ain't a passer in the thing, but then I can, I can time and run in the box and see right. where I need to be. So if Oxlade Chamberlain is that guy, and I can only put myself in his position, Rob. The, the days and games I struggled were the days I didn't feel good about myself. When I wasn't, I didn't have my energy. When I was carrying something. When I wasn't a hundred percent. And I thought I'll play, but I. And never exert yourself. And it goes back a little bit to, I think we had the conversation with Gareth Bale. When you don't trust your body, you kind of go half-hearted. I, I make a run for it, but I'm not sprinting for it. When I was on my game, Rob, I, I, I would blast forward and blast back. And that was me. I, I, that, I used to pride myself on and being not, able... And you're not thinking about injuries. I'm not or thinking anything. about injuries. I'm not thinking about saving myself for the last 20. I'm blasting. And if it's in the first 70 minutes, I'm going all out. And I know my energy and my lungs and my fitness and my muscles are all in place. He looks to me like he stopped trusting his body. So he, he, he's being cautious about where he gets to and how he gets there. And, the, and, and for a player like him, who's not, you know, when you're Paul Gascoigne or Kevin De Bruyne or one of them, you, you can manipulate a ball and see a pass and that. When you're, when you're me, and, and I'm not as good as Oxley Chamberlain, that, but when, when you're a bit up and downer, your body, your energy is the thing that sets you apart. I used yeah. to say, there were, there were many, many players better than me, technically, than me. But I would say, I'll run the game out of them. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when I can't run the game out of them, my, my, my value just drops. Like, and I just get the sense, when I look at Oxley Chain, it doesn't look to me like he's running with freedom, with confidence around the football pitch. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 it's, and it shows because he isn't a Thiago on the board. He's not a Curtis Jones on the board. He's, he isn't that guy. He is the guy that needs to show his... And, and you know, it's funny, because when he comes on, I think in this game, you, you see Jurgen Klopp. I, we, we, it was a, like a close-up on him as he, as he came on. It's like... And you can almost kind of lip-read him saying, you know, get in there and, and try and make those forward runs and make things happen going forward. And and, and maybe, you know, Naby Keita is another player that's, that can do that. So until Liverpool... I know they've done it differently and they've been super successful without really the goal-scoring guy, Rob. I mean, Henderson sometimes will play in that little bit more advanced role and will get in the for- get forward, get in the box, make some assists, which is good. But they haven't really had that guy. And, not, you know, and of course, they've been incredibly successful. It's just, it's just an observation of when I see Oxley chamber yeah. that, mm. that maybe that's what they're looking for as a different type can, of midfield player. Can I chuck one at you? That, that yeah. I don't know. He moves one or two out. He moves Naby. He might make a call with Ox. As it as it happens, Deli Ali, Robbie Musto, Deli Ali, different environment, got that energy, can score a goal, can get me ten goals with yeah. different players with a different manager. Yeah. Deli Ali in there, yeah, it'd be bloody. I mean, a a, a, a maximum Deli Ali. That's mm. exactly what I'm talking about from midfield, making those run through. And I know that the, the two wide boys, Salah and um, Sane, yeah. uh, Mane make those runs in behind Firmino. But at times, Deli Ali going from the middle of the park as well, that would be great. And listen, we're not saying that that's, that would ever happen, but that's the sort of player that with a, if you are going to go down the Venables kind of idea of three different profiles of midfield players, my goodness, he would be the guy to be the goal-scoring uh, player from in that area. Yeah, absolutely. Good shout. 
as good as Liverpool were, Rob. But look, disappointed in Leipzig. I mean, I, I teed them up yeah. as the German version yeah. of Leicester. I thought they went three at the back, almost three on three at the back. Two wide players went with the full backs, got themselves exposed. Didn't yeah. show much intensity. I mean, in fairness, Angelino with a couple of cross, you know, change of direction, cross field balls, caused them one or two problems, which they kind of worked out in a while. Trent stopped coming so narrow and I thought dealt with it. But I didn't, I was a little disappointed in them, in Nanglesman. Yeah, yeah me one too. Me too. I saw a really nice uh, clip or video of, of uh, Nanglesman and Jurgen Klopp going back and forth about the previous game and, Really, they obviously get on. They like each other. They have a friendship. Really interesting. But yeah, I mean, I know they're second place in the league table. I, I, I think I tweeted out that this is surprisingly easy for Liverpool. Like, mm-hmm. boss the game, control the game, had their own way with the passing. And I know the mistakes are mistakes, and, and that made mm-hmm. it a, a ton easier for Liverpool. But I, I expected it to be a lot harder. They did get a couple of looks in behind. They did get in behind a couple of times. Alisson made a couple of saves. But in general, in general, with the general game, I know it's not their home. But I expected a load more, Rob. Re- really did. And, and there was nobody in that side that really gave Liverpool that many issues. And I just was surprised at how comfortable, I guess, Liverpool were as the game wore on. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. I, I'm with you. And I, I know that Bayern Munich are, the, are the fa- probably the favourites of the tournament. Um, but, but Leipzig are second. And I just, I just ex- they spend money. I just expected a lot more from them. A couple of uh, players I just wanted to single out. I thought Trent came into a game. I thought it was better, um, both yeah. forward and, and back. Curtis Jones, I think, is going to grow into an important part of that team. Um, good poise, gets on the ball. thought he did his yeah. work well, you know, closed down, got a good press. I thought yeah. the goalkeeper had a, had a decent game. No drama. It was important for him. Clean sheet. I still... Kabak got himself through 90 minutes, uh, clean sheet. I think we'll do him a world of good. I think there's yeah. a defender in there. I think we're going to have to wait our time. I think he's been rushed in because of the circumstances. Um, and a little special mention, and I think you called him the underappreciated player of, your, of the week a few weeks ago, and it was a bit weird because I think he's, you know, he was a top Premier League scorer. Mo Salah, again, Rob, comes yeah. up with the goals. Yeah, it's a mistake. Sabitza, as Sabitza gave the ball away, you saw him put his hands to his head even before Mo Salah, as if like, oh no, I know what's going to happen. 17 goals, top Premier League scorer, 24 goals all competitions, scored seven yeah. in his last seven games. Yeah. I mean, and not, yeah, everybody can tell me what he's not doing and how easy he goes to ground. By the way, Mo Salah, I think he's yeah, 13th in, in the record, uh, Liverpool uh, record goal scorers now. I mean, that's Liverpool in a very short time, space of time. I yeah. mean, wow. I mean, yeah. it, Times this club have needed Mo Salah and he keeps digging them out. Yeah, I, I, he's world class, mate. He's world class to, to, to guarantee goals from wide areas. Uh, his finishing ability, his quickness, his durability, his sharpness. I mean, yeah, there's times where this season maybe his final ball hasn't been great. There's times probably where he can be, he's guilty of being a little greedy, but he's a hungry scorer. He wants to score goals all the time in every game. And I think he's class. I think he's going to win the Golden Boot. Um, if Liverpool kick on and, and, and do better in the last part of the season. But no, I, I'm absolutely uh, absolutely with you on that one. Just before we move on, Rob, yeah, I'm going to go off a little bit of a tangent here. Thiago. Mm. <laughs> oh, the Thiago conundrum. Well, it's not, not, not the conundrum. It's like it seems to be splitting Liverpool fans at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's one thing that we didn't argue. He's a brilliant footballer. So you yeah. can, given, given a little bit of time and space 
and he gets his head up, there's nobody better. I may arguably anywhere of finding that ball. In the last couple of games, just the physicality of it, he's been snuffed out a little bit. It was indeed he yeah. had him in his pocket against Leicester City. Will there be games, I'll throw it as a question, where Jurgen Klopp says, you know what, this, isn't, this one isn't for you, Thiago. We're going to need a little bit more uh, either energy or power or something different. Or is he always going to be really, 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 really important in that midfield? It's a good question. Uh, it is dividing people. Before I answer, I'll, I'll sort of say, I, don't, I think the best of Thiago, you plug Thiago in a fully functioning Liverpool and I think it's happy days. Yeah, and we haven't seen it yet, to be fair. We, we haven't, haven't seen, seen it. Yeah. So I think that's an issue. But I do agree with you. It was really interesting. There was a spell last night in the game when the crowd on in. It's fascinating sometimes when you can hear the sound. There was a spell in the second second half. Uh, second half, all that you could hear Jurgen Klopp was shouting, Jargo, Jargo, about runners and about closing uh, the ball. There was a spell that must have been about 10, 15 minutes in the second half. All you heard him shouting was Thiago, because I think one of the commentators mentioned that, you know, I think someone needs to have a word with Thiago about his work, right? Jurgen Klopp saying it from the start. Now, the, the, the very good Liverpool who play at the intensity that we talked about, Thiago can't play at that level, Rob. That's not him. Now, it, it seems to almost feel like if they're going for that really high intensity, high press, big game, Maybe against opposition that are technically good as well, you might not play. You might play more when people sit back and you need to be clever with your, your passing and clever with your movement. And you can pick out a pass when everything's blocked up and looked deep and you're thinking, there's no room in behind. How can we play our way through there? Yeah, and, and there's no question, Liverpool are a little different with him in the side. And, and maybe it's something that Jurgen Klopp wants to go to, Rob. You know, Curtis Jones is the same type. Maybe he wants to to slow it down a little bit more and be more of a, a dominant possession and, and a bit more patient. I think I read somebody else had the stat. Um, Liverpool apparently having the ball for two more seconds before an attack or something. There's, there's something that, that their yeah. attacks are two, it's two seconds longer on average, which would, which would again back up the where we have Thiago and, and maybe Curtis Jones are a little bit more technical and they go back and they get it again, they go forward, they get a end of the ball. It's it different. Before he came, people were sort of saying they could do with a Tiago, yeah. rolls yeah. it a little bit longer and doesn't have to go. Yeah. Now he's there and, and things have gone. And, and, and a bit yeah. like back coming in the team. And I, I think it's really hard to judge anybody right now yeah. where Liverpool are coming into that group. Yeah, absolutely right. Until, until you've got a, a Fabinho and Henderson and Tiago and a Van Dyke behind him, that, that's when you really start to see his value and uh, you know what he brings to the team. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. To Everton hosting Manchester City. How good is it? It was a game that was uh, pulled off for, for COVID uh, yep. some weeks ago. Uh, chance for them to play in this midweek. Everton won Manchester City 3. 1-1 uh, at half-time. City dominating the ball, but Everton getting back in it, thinking like, hmm, could be interesting second half. City kick on in another gear, uh, dominate the ball again, come up with a couple of magic moments that they can do and blow the opposition away. And as I was watching the game, Rob, and, and making a few notes, it wasn't one of those days where City were imperious and, you know, mm. the movement was all over and Everton were hanging in. Everton was, you know, doing their best to, to block them. In my head came, and it's the two teams at the top table at the moment, or certainly at the top of the table at, at the moment, you know, the two clubs from Manchester. Yeah. see City, whether it's great or bad, there's, there's a recognisable way of playing that you see regardless of win, lose or draw. And today, it wasn't a great City passing performance. So what that happened is they came to a couple of magic moments. They got magic moment out Mares. Uh, oh, silver Manor, game over one. You go to Manchester United and you don't see the recognisable play. You just re- you rely more on those magic moments. Mm. And so City can ha- can seventy percent of the games are going to win with the, with their play, and thirty percent they're going to win with magic moments. United are the opposite. United win seventy percent off magic moments, and if, they, if the magic moments don't happen, they're not they're, they're struggle. To win the game, as we see, you know, at the weekend against opposition, and there's a reliance in Manchester United of Bruno Fernandes. Mm. There's no reliance on any one player at Man City. We've talked about the midfield goals and how Gundogan, like I think, is 11 in his last 12 yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. You know, but but wherever you look, like today, it, it obviously wasn't a Gundogan didn't play. It wasn't really a Sterling. It wasn't a Jesus, but it was the turn for Riyad Mahrez. And Maris turns turns up and bends one in the top in the in the far corner. But out of Silva, it was his day today. So they they've got this incredible. I don't know it's knack or what what it is, but somebody always turns up, and the quality will come from different places in every game, just when you need it. I thought first half City were were a little off it, little off their usual kind of as you said football with Everton. Everton did a pretty good job in being really defensive and stopping it. But second half, it's like they just wear you down, Rob. Can you imagine playing? I, 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 as a midfield player, we're both midfield players. Can you imagine how how, how long that the game must last? And by the end of the game, and with those two moments of quality from two players that, that this week it was their week, by the end of the game, Everton, they're just walking. They give up. City grinds you. They demoralise you. They they dissect you steadily through the game. And it's like they give up at the end. I looked at the afterwards, Robert, the scenes and the all the players there on the pitch and there was like they chatting and laughing. It's like you're, you're too good. I mean, normally if you lose a game, Rob, you're you're you're, you're fed up and you're you're angry or whatever. But it's like, yeah, I, we tried our best, and and all the Brazilians are together having a chat. It's it's very different, of course, and time moves on. But the 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 gradual nature of the, the debilitating 
uh, way that they just they, they, they wear you down was evident and they got better and better. The moments, the football, the possession, the width, the stretch, the everything. And Everton at the end were like, wow, we just, we just can't cope with it. We can't handle that. Brilliant. And, and, and you know, as an opposite, you, you kind of think, okay, if you were playing, when, when you've played against those teams or, or you're playing that, those teams and you just talked about, you know, the roles you have, you know, my role would be like as, as a midfield player trying to get forward. All my energy is spent yeah. chasing yeah. the ball. So there's no enjoyment. And even when we do get the ball, I'm kind of looking at the forward thinking, oh, he's probably not going to hold it up. So I'm not going to run 40 yards to support. Yeah. So I stop going. And in the end, you, you come off games like that, Robin. I'm sure you've had a few where you go and you think, I, didn't, I haven't affected the game in one bit today. I've yeah. done nothing that's good about me. I've, not, I've won run forward. I've not broke through any lines of, of defence. I've not affected any centre-backs or full-backs with a good header at the far post or something. It's just one of those days. And that's what City do to you. They wear you down. They disarm you. They take all your strength and disarm you. And in the end, it's almost like hands up. Let's just get this over and move on. And that was where yeah. City were maybe a couple of seasons ago when they're flying. looks like they're getting back again. And let's forget, like, there was no Diaz at the weekend. There's no Stone yeah. and... You know, mix that around. Tell you who I'm, I want to give a little bit of love to. Now, he's not always been my favourite. He's certainly not always been on my radar. Rodri. Yeah, I've always liked him. I like him a lot. I, I wasn't as convinced, but I, the last few games, he did a weekend again, and when it, when it get tough, doesn't do a good job for them in there. He's good size yeah. as well, Rob. You know, he's, a, he's like a centre-back in there. Lovely feet, keeps it simple. Yeah, good insect mm. into both boxes. He's, he's a bit, he's a bit different usually from from a from a from a um, pep type. He's not the bus gets or that, but he, he's good, nice with his passing, keeps it nice and simple, good size. I just thought it was another kind of for all the the, the stars who get the the, the the headlines and they have their moments. He just continues to be a nice little consistent basis in front of that back four. Yeah, Phil Foden got his goal, Rob. I, I think Foden probably enjoys playing in the highest three more than in the middle three, which he did today because of Gundogan's injury. But he still gets his goal. He still gets the opportunity. He focuses and keeps his head down, keeps the ball down, gets deflection, gets in the back of the net, scores another goal as well. I just I just think that they are they are warming, they are grooving, they are peaking at absolutely the perfect time as the Champions League is about to kick in. They have to wait another midweek, aren't they? They're next midweek, aren't they? I think yeah, to yeah. um Bush and Gladback, isn't it? I think um but, but again, just I, I feel differently about City, Rob. We've talked about, and this is a Champions League, kind of a little bit of a Champions League pod of, what, of what's going on. And I've never really fancied City. I've never fancied them to win the Champions League as much as I do right now, given the form and the, and the, the nature of the midfield scorers, and particularly defensively. And they, they, gave, they gave up one today. Gave up one today. Really good Everton goal. Really worked it particularly well. Off the post, off the shallows and hip into the goal. But I just think they are ready, mate. They, they could, you know, the domestic three plus the Champions League would be an incredible talk. Quadruple talk from Robbie Musto. Love it. Yeah. And it, didn't almost, it almost like doesn't seem right. There's 17 straight wins or competitions. Then you bring on the player uh, uh, yeah. of the last season, Kevin De Bruyne, who's going to start and add some to him. It feels like that, that's too much for this league. That, that's too much. But yeah. City going along nicely. So now, Mr. Musto, we'll get to the weekend of uh, Everton yeah. um, going to Liverpool uh, at the Derby on, on NBC, 12.30 Eastern time. Uh, huge game for top four spots. 
for both these clubs who could do with a, with a league win. I think three home straight home defeats for Everton in the league. Um, for, for Liverpool, obviously, wanted to um, get things back going at Anfield. How do you see this one? Do you think the midweek form boosts Liverpool, sets them up? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I, that that game, that win in the Champions League is so, was so important, Rob. Can you imagine if they'd have gone there and lost that game? The pressure, the talk, you know, the, the scrutiny on Jurgen Klopp and this Liverpool side and whichever players maybe didn't play well or your Kabaks or whoever it is, if mm. the game in Hungary didn't go the way that it did. So that result changes quite a lot. It changes quite a lot. And I think the... The conference will be back with Liverpool now. The expectations at home against, uh, of course, the Blues in Everton. They'll be favourites to win. I thought Everton, you know, played pretty well today in the first half. They need Dominic Calvert-Lewin back, Rob. Yeah, I was just say, is, is he going to be back? What, what, what's the shout with him fitness-wise? So I thought if they thought he was going to be back. A little hamstring injury, we're hearing. Yeah, and, and my understanding is that he's going to be OK for this game, for this derby match. But again... You know, we have to wait and see. And you, you never really, but that—that that was the understanding that he should be back for that that match, and that frees Richarlison to play on the left hand side. Uh, Hammers came into this game late on, didn't he? So it, it should be a cracking game again. As this is arguably the best derby in English football, one of them. Um, without the fans, it will be a shame at Anfield. But I, but I, I just think Liverpool now. It depends on those centre-backs. It depends on Kabak. And, it, and it's going to be a, a more of a test if he's got Dominic Cavalloon running off him, Rob, because yeah. that's my concern, that he's not, he isn't quite oh, got up to speed of some of these really clever, quick forwards. You know, if he plays with Charleston, if, if Kabak and Henderson, whoever it is, or if it's Fabinho back, if they can, if they can do a de- decent job in that position, I think they'll win the game. But, but that's the concern. Everton have absolutely got a chance, Rob. Given where they are on the league table, given you know some of the quick players they've got, particularly if Calvert Lewin is back, they've got a real chance of, of upsetting Liverpool. It's kind of amazing, isn't it? In, in the space of what eighteen months, two years, how important Cap- Dominic Calvert Lewin has become yeah. to us. There was one time he was kind of a guy that was in and out. All of a sudden, yeah. his goals, his threat, his ability to stretch a back line over and, and join the play up just shows how much he's come on, and you know, probably a part of, of an England squad in the Euros in the summer. But yeah. Big game at the weekend, uh, the Manchester uh, Merseyside derby, even though always uh, a big game, but top four spots up for grabs. Certainly one to, to make sure you, you, um, you join us. 12.30pm Eastern time on NBC. Just a little roundup of a couple of other games, Rob. Uh, Burnley won, Fulham won. Uh, a point that probably will seem better for, for Burnley than Fulham. Certainly have, uh, Fulham going 1-0 up. Uh, another draw for Scotty Parker's men who... You know, too many, too many draws. Can't keep doing it. You know, I think they're going to win a lot. Applaud it. Unless they start winning games, you know, that gap, there's a chance to close that gap on, on Newcastle that, you know, all of a sudden, as long as they can, Newcastle can keep that their nose in front, or is it six points difference six now? Points. They're yeah. in a decent place. I just thought it was an opportunity, Rob. An opportunity, a week in Burnley's side, momentum, confidence. Josh Madger, the new striker, scored two goals in his last game. A brilliant result away at Everton. They go 1-0 up, Robbie Hill. 1-0 up yeah. in, this, in this match. In the second half, you know, that, that's when that, they're, they're defining moments. See it out. Win a game 1-0. That's what Burnley have done throughout, yeah. throughout the seasons. Narrow victories. There isn't much in these teams, by the way. If you went no. through it on, on paper, you know, even production from this season. Lookman's got more than McNeil. You know, your strikers, Kudova Reed's got more than uh, 
Barnes and, and Rodriguez put together. Loftus-Cheek, good. Uh, you know, mm. it, it matches. Yeah, yeah. That's why you just got to make sure you come out the right side of those games, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought the equalising goal was points. a terrible defensive goal from Fulham's point of view. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it get was. On the outside, full-backs not even thinking. The full-backs standing with his hand up in the air for, for, for about two seconds before the ball goes in the back of the net. Yeah, yeah. Basic, basic, defending. So, I mean, six points, six points, Robbie. Yeah, Newcastle. You'd rather have the points, wouldn't you? You'd rather have the points than, than well, you know they, the, the, the the form that Fulham have got a bit of form, an unbeaten run that, that you know looks looks good on paper, but a lot of jaws in there. Yeah, Newcastle won seven games. Fulham have won three. Newcastle got the points in in the bank. Fulham haven't. The feeling is that the momentum's kind of with Fulham. I just think today was a real opportunity to continue that momentum. If, if, and I know they've got a difficult game. I, know, I think it's Man United um, for Newcastle next, isn't it? And Fulham yeah. have got Sheffield United. That's, right. that's favouring that's Fulham. But if imagine one week, if they don't make take advantage of it, and Newcastle win and Fulham don't, Newcastle nine points. Too yeah. many. Yeah. Too many. So they're on their last kind of opportunity mm. for Fulham to stay up. I mean, it has been better, and we all love the work that Parker's trying to do. But, my, you know, I thought that was a... You need a couple of one nil or something just to to give give you a chance. But um, still, plenty of work for for Sky Park and yeah. Fulham to do. We'll see how that goes towards the end of the season. Just wrap up, mate. A couple of uh, interesting results from the Champions League over the last couple of days. Barcelona one, PSG four. A hat trick yeah. from Mbappe. Poch gets the job done without Di Maria, without Neymar. Maybe Poch has shown us that uh, with a different group. And yeah. was this? Well, well, we'll talk about the, the sort of Mbappé after, but a, a terrible day for, for Koeman and, and Barcelona, mate. And, and yeah. some of the game players who look like, you know, it's finally time to, 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 to call it a day. I thought a couple of interesting, uh, the, the photograph that did the rounds on social media of Jad Piquet <laughs> reaching back desperately, pulls the shirt of Kylian Mbappé, who's in full flight. I mean, wow. That's kind of... Yeah, where exactly. those two players are. Yeah, and I think Lino Messi afterwards had said, we just lack quality, you know, and, and, and that, the whole football club Barcelona, there's talk, of course, um, of going back to a previous president to try and change things. Will he persuade Messi to stay? Is Messi's going to make his decision at the end Messi of the season? PSG, by the way. PSG, Man City. But when you see Busquets playing still and Judd mm. Piquet playing still, Wow, I mean, I, I I studied Barcelona. I worked in La Liga on La Liga when Pep was there, and that team was was still to this day the best team I've ever seen. And some of the football was breathtaking with Messi in his absolute best condition. Um, now it's obviously fallen away a little bit, and and, and Mbappe and, and Pochettino is exciting. PSG is kind of a, a dangerous team that could have a great Champions League. We'll have to wait and see. But that that image, that pic- picture, was the picture of the of the of the. Of the the midweek, it was great. We've all had that moment as well, where it's like you're trying to hang on to your career, and some the, you know, <laughs> the, the new breed is saying, "Sorry, we're gone." And, uh, yeah, very sobering moment for for Gerald yeah. Piquet. Porto two, Juventus one, two sloppy goals, one in the first half, one in the second half for Juventus, and I mean they grabbed the goal back that gives them a lifeline in, in this, but not what Cristiano Ronaldo and Juve would have wanted uh, going into this game, and it makes it difficult for them now, mate. Another. Legend who's sort of not hanging in there by any means with, with the, the ability and talent he's yeah. got. You know, it's yeah. not too many more days in Champions League for, for the great Ronaldo. Well, 
the, the time is coming where the next generation of superstars has got to has got to pop forward. And I'll, I'll let you talk about that, Rob, because Sevilla two, Borussia Dortmund three, yeah. with a certain Erling Haaland scoring again. Is this where the future superstars are now? Next generation, Mr. Mustafa, I'm afraid. And, and, and yeah. it, it, it's, it's with sadness that I think we're looking at Messi and, and, and Ronaldo now as they come to the, the, the end of what's been a glittering sort of set the standards of, of the last 10, 15, 20 years in, in some respect. But Kylian Mbappe, Rob, um, when he can isolate a defender... And the speed with which he moves and the directness with which he runs at people is, is astonishing. He's got lovely feet and balance. Yeah. Um, he looks like the next sort of Ballon d'Or in waiting. Uh, Erling Haaland's a different type, a bit more powerful, strong running. Um, but, I mean, the finishing, both of these players, Rob, have got 18 Champions League goals before they were 21. I think that's more than the Messi and Ronaldo. Now I know they're going to have to do it for a long time to surpass what those guys are doing. But this yeah. is this is this is some standard being set by two of the next generation who, who I think will be vying for for the Ballon d'Or. And it's going to be interesting with Haaland because I mean there's all kind of rumours where he might end up. And I think these three, four, five Premier League clubs who would die for him, who would instantly yeah. be better. Yeah, and even Mbappe. There's talk about him with Real Madrid, isn't there? So those two players doing brilliant work and we'll see what seasons they have in the Champions League and where it all ends up. But two players that might be moving on. Um, Ireland would be would be a dream ticket for, for any Premier League side. I know there's a buyout clause which is going to be met, I think. Um, and he, Yeah, it'll go for more than that. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, fascinating. Love to see both of them in the Premier League, but of course we can't be greedy, mate. We can't we can't assume every player is going to come to the English team because there are other great leagues out there, other great clubs, and other very rich owners that that will want these superstar players. Mm. So, yeah, it's just great seeing them, mate. And that's why I think we all everybody loves the Champions League at this stage because yeah. you get the best teams, the best players matched up. Difficult and somewhat unfair with these neutral venues. I've got to say, yeah, it's a little bit when you're away goals and you're not in your, on yeah. your home ground. It's yeah. a bit awkward, but I feel right. No. It, it's strange times, and, and I have to do some some strange things. But you're right, mate. Champions League's back, and, and we all love that. But we also love the Premier League as well, my friend. So Liverpool mm. showed a bit of champion spirit this week in, in the Champions League uh, against a dangerous Leipzig team. While in the Premier League, City just continues to go from strength to strength. Seventeen wins on a row for them. Almost feels like they're playing in their own league at the moment. Mm. Look out for our next podcast. That's on Sunday, February the 21st, when we'll look back at match week 25 with the Merseyside Derby with top four spots up for grabs as Liverpool host Everton. And on Sunday, Mikel Arteta and Pep Guardiola used to share the same dugout. Now they'll be against each other in a game that still means something to both those teams. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto. Together with the two Robbies, thanks for watching and listening. Be safe. Stay healthy. And it's a good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.